Hi, this is Constance F. And welcome to my newsletter, OTRF, On the Road with Friends. Thanks for stopping by. This is part two of the conversation with my friend, art therapist, Angie Kim. I chat more with Angie about how art in an art therapy session can help someone gain distance and perspective on one's life. It's really fascinating what an, um, a session, like you said, with art can do in that you can actually gain more perspective. Mm, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like the artwork kind of allows you to... Um, externalize what you feel and put it at a distance so you can kind of have some perspective that's what I'm hearing you say right absolutely it's all all about perspective isn't it because because when we are struggling we tend to become there's that negativity bias and there's that tunnel vision but when we put it on paper sometimes you can see for yourself you don't even need the therapist to tell you oh can you see You've been focusing on the wrong thing. Sometimes when the person does it, they're ah, I can see it for myself now. And that, that personal insight is so much more powerful than someone telling you. When you glean it and you find it yourself, you know, the person is only, I never interpret. All the meaning is for the client to find out because everyone has their own unique set of, of meanings and associations with pictures and colors. So the person is not the problem. The problem is the problem. Again, you are externalizing it all and you're making art about it. And then, you know, you're separating. There's the person and this is what you are struggling with. How can we help you? How can we help you find ways of resolving it or finding ways of, of going forward, moving forward and not um, fixating so much on what you're struggling with? but also helping them find their strengths. Then we go into more positive psychology area. So we don't want to always, you know, use the medical model of, of illness because absence of illness is not health. We also want the person to know that, you know, you have natural gifts that you can thrive. It's reconnecting and helping them, you know, directing them back on their faith journey or, you know, things that they might have lost along the way due to maybe trauma, struggles. Life is, life is tough. Gosh, I love what you said about how when you distance yourself from the struggles inside, you actually are able to see that the problem is the problem. The problem is not you. And you are not the problem. You are not the problem. Yeah, I, I like what you said because I feel like that is actually a really, a really Christian way of looking at it in the sense that like, it's like we, God doesn't see us as our sins, you know. He yeah. sees that we have sinned, but he doesn't see us as our sins, right? So yeah. if there's a sense that like, that's me and that's the problem and there's some distance between us, between us, then there is a sense in which, like, oh yeah, I can have hope that, um, definitely, yeah, leave a difficult situation. Yeah, definitely. And you also talked about how, um, in the cases of some people that um, are just not able to feel, or just finding it very difficult to understand their emotions, art is also very helpful for that. Mm. And I, I, I totally agree with you because I think that a lot of us are just way too much in the head, you know. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's like cut off, you know, we are so cut off from our emotions because we've learned to operate that way. And yeah. so 
yeah, maybe for some of us, you know, we may think we're perfectly fine. It's okay. It's okay not to feel. I like what you said as well, that the absence of illness is not health because um, sometimes we may be surviving, but we may not be flourishing. You know? Yeah. So it's the positive emotions that help us flourish as well. You know, I mean, yeah. the Bible talks about that, isn't it? Hope, joy, all um, savoring, gratitude, grace, all of that. Yes. That's very important in our walk. And, you know, if you are cutting off your emotions, you can't distinguish what you cut off. You just cut off everything. That means you're cutting off positive emotions as well. Yeah, so I know that from personal experience. Very common. Right? So that's why depression is double-edged. Because you think, okay, I don't want to, I don't, I'm going to just avoid all my emotions, or especially all the bad emotions. But what you're doing is you're cutting off from all the positive. And then suddenly your world is just bleak and empty. And there's no color in your life anymore. So, again, it, it's what makes us human, isn't it? And in society, there's this stigma against showing emotions that crying is, is weak, and in fact, it's not. It's a physiological response. We are born with tear ducts. God made us to cry. Even Jesus wept. Mm-hmm. So I really question this. There's nothing wrong with crying. So many people come and it's almost terrifying for them to cry, and they're trying desperately to hold in their tears. But that in itself, repressing emotions, creates even more stress. So crying releases tension in the nervous system. There's a photographer, um, and she she almost she turned it into an art into a huge project. She gathered samples of tears from friends and relatives, acquaintances. So she let the tears dry until they crystallized, and she found like they formed beautiful crystalline patterns. So all of the each tear from a different emotion looked different it just shows it really is a representation of our inner worlds those tears are formed from a depth of a lot of emotions person's history or background there's so much goes into it so tears are not just simple how does your being christian actually you know color your being an art therapist i cannot be a, a therapist or model healing or healthy Christian living unless I actually take active steps. So I need to model this walk as well. I can't tell people if I am not living it. Mm. So it's really important for me to remain authentic and congruent in my walk and relationship with, with Christ, my family, my friends, and myself. So I think to be obedient to God means that you always need to stretch yourself. Um, I like that. I like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's the God that calls us out onto the waters. And that's always scary, isn't it? Yeah. Yes. So, takes a bit of discomfort. Um, so, I always try and work on my own issues. So, I see my own Christian uh, therapist, and I do prayer journaling and art as often as possible. So being one of and in Christ is my first priority because it is God's love and spirit that colors my role as, as an art therapist. 
So, um, so not only as like healed, wounded healer, but as a, as a guide, I see that can hopefully enable my clients as I walk alongside them and with them to help them find their way to recovery and transformation in Christ. That's all we have for today. Join us for part three of my chat with Angie next week. I'm Constance F. Do keep well. God be with you.